Welcome to That's So Romantical. We are two sisters that love to discuss all the romantic things from books to movies and more. We just love talking about love. Hi, I'm Amber. And I'm Heather. And today we're discussing our summer to be read list. And I have to apologize. I have a cold. So my voice is totally squeaky right now and it might crack and there's a possibility I'll have a coughing fit, So, but we're going to move ahead. I have the giggles, so Amber's <laughs> giggling. So we might make it through this. We might not. We'll see. We're going to be talking today about our summer to be read list. The kids are out of school. Now's a great time to talk about our summer reading list. And I'm excited for summertime, laying out by the pool and reading books. Although that probably won't happen, but we can always dream, right? Yes. All right. So today we are talking about our to-read list for the summertime. So Amber, do you want to go first? Do you want to give us what, what book on your list are you most excited about? Okay. That's a good question. I put a book on my like list of um, books I want to read at some point on my Goodreads account. And I, I came across this book actually a few months ago when I read the subject. It was about um, at Turtle Bay in Hawaii, being that I'm going to be at in that general area of Turtle Bay mm-hmm. in a few weeks. I thought it'd be really fun while I'm in Hawaii to read a book, a love story about people in Hawaii. Mm. So I'm excited about that for twofold because I'll be in Hawaii, hopefully planning on reading this. And it'll be a book about you know, where I'm a place where I'm at as I'm as I'm reading it. So, okay. Well, I'm a little bit jealous that you'll be in Hawaii. <laughs> I'll be here in Ohio. <laughs> <laughs> um, right, so book? Okay, so it's called Treasured in Turtle Bay by Jess Mastorokas. I probably said that wrong, but it's a contemporary love story. It's actually um, a military and it's a clean romance. So yeah, so that's what kind of piqued me, my interest of like why I wanted to read it because it had good ratings and it was in the location where I would be at. Very cool. Yeah. Um, yeah. I haven't heard of that author before, but it looks like she's got quite a few books. So you have to let me know if you like, if you like it. I will. And she, one of the words, one of the, I don't know what are those called? Like at the bottom of Goodreads, it has like all those little words of the genre tags or yeah, like the tags. Yeah. That's it. One of them was Christian. So I'm curious to see like how Christian it is, how, mm-hmm. how much of that <clears throat> is in there. Yeah, I don't like the really preachy kind of Christian. I don't mind if there's a little bit in there, but some books feel a little too preachy for me. Right. So, but then some some authors do a good balance. All right. So that's a um, contemporary. And you're more of a contemporary reader than I am, but I do have some contemporary on my my reading list. So let me let me find my contemporary I'm most excited about. Okay. I'm you might have heard of these that I've chosen. Did you ever read To Sir With Love? No. Okay. Um, that's one of my contemporaries. It just seemed kind of uh, t- kind of cute. It's a, a, a girl who, I guess, meets some guy online. She doesn't realize he's actually her new boss. And so <laughs> online, she gets along with them. But in the workplace, they don't mesh. So she doesn't realize it's the same person. So I thought that seemed kind of cute cutesy it remind, like the title reminded me a little bit of a classic I, I read a long time ago oh daddy long legs and where he's writing her letters it's 
she kind of falls in love with him through letters. Anyway, it's called To Sir With Love by Lauren Lane, and it's contemporary romance. It does say adult on there, so I don't know how clean it's going to be. We'll have to just see. All right. So how many contemporary books do you have on your to, be, to read list? Okay. So <clears throat> when you say contemporary, that means like if I do like an urban fantasy, is that considered t- contemporary? Mm, no, I feel like it's more, well, when I'm talking about contemporary, I'm just, you're taking our world and there's a story placed okay. in our world. If you're changing our world, I think it changes it a little bit. Although some people might argue with that, but um, I, I would contemporary. call contemporary. Okay. Yeah. I consider contemporary. I mean, like, it's like, there's a very good chance that someone's writing a true story about themselves. I have one, two, three, four. I have four contemporaries. Okay. You got twice as many as me. <laughs> as you said, I read more contemporary. Yep. Okay. So cool. So we both have contemporary. So why don't you, what is a not contemporary book that you're, that you're reading? That's a on non-contemporary. Your- on my list, I have three that are I put into the fantasy genre. Um, I have two contemporary. I have two which I'm calling kind of like sci-fi, even though they might fit into other categories, but um, I'm putting them in sci-fi anyway. And then I have two that are historical fiction, which one of those could fit into fantasy, but I'm putting in historical fiction. So that's kind of the breakdown of mine. You probably don't have any sci-fi, I'm guessing. I do not have any sci-fi. No, that's not one that I typically. That's not a genre you typically do. I'll talk about one of the sci-fi's that I've got on my list. It's called Zero Repeat Forever. Now, I can't remember how I found it, which is oftentimes the case, but it's by Gabriel S. Prendergast. I don't know if I'm saying her name right kind of a uh the world i think it's the world gets taken over by aliens a little bit you remember the fifth wave amber yes um i think it's kind of along those lines like aliens are coming and a girl um and this i guess quote unquote alien i don't know that much about him yet but they have to like team up together and kind of like trust each other and i guess what attracted me to this one was I do like sci-fi occasionally as long as it's not like way way out there sci-fi but um it has romance in it and sometimes I find it interesting to take somebody people who are very different and mesh them together and see what the result is and I did like the fifth wave yeah there are some alien stories that I've enjoyed yeah, you let me know if that's if that's a good one because I'm not opposed to reading sci-fi and alien stories. Okay, so now we've got that sci-fi that went out of the way. Do you want to know what my other sci-fi is? Yes, what's your other since sci-fi? You, since you don't have any sci-fi on yours, <laughs> my other sci-fi is called Unchosen, and this was one I came by rather recently, and the author is Catherine Blair. And maybe that name piqued my interest since it is my maiden name, our maiden name. Um, she's got a fantastic maiden name, but um, it's called Unchosen. Uh, to be honest, what really caught my attention on this one was the little blurb that says, 
For Charlotte Holloway, the world ended twice. The first was when her childhood crush, Dean, fell in love with her older sister. And the second was when the crimson, a curse spread through eye contact, turned the majority of humans into flesh-eating monsters. Oh my so gosh. it's a zombie book. I know. <gasps> but it's the part with Dean, her crush, falling in love with her older sister. That one okay. was caught my attention. Okay. I don't know if I would have stuck, if I read that, that's blurb, I don't know that I would have chosen that. So again, let me know how it goes. Yes, it's a world ending type of situation again, and possibly zombies. I don't mind zombie books occasionally. I don't know that I've ever read a zombie book. Huh. Okay. I've read, I've read a couple, not too many, but, um, We'll, we'll see. So we've got that. We've got those out of the way. Let's move on to something a little more exciting. Okay. What's on your? Okay. Do you have any so historical fiction? I do. I do. I have a historical romance. So here's the thing. There's a few books on my list that you've already read. Mm. So it'll be so either it'll be good because you're like, oh, now we can talk about it, or you can be like, no, don't read that. But then again. I have liked books that you have not liked as much as me. Okay. So my historical romance that I have on here is called Love's Reckoning by Laura France. And I'm trying to see if you've, you've read it. You have not read this. It doesn't sound familiar. It was came off of someone that I kind of follow on Goodreads marked it as one to read so I was like okay but the the cover's pretty she's in a pretty dress yeah I don't read a lot of historical romances I used to all the time mom read historical romances all the time so there's some really good ones I've read before but I think I just really like the cover of (laughs) the cover looked really pretty (laughs) and (laughs) oh covers totally pull me in it's it's about it's like a family saga set in western Pennsylvania okay, well, you know, we have heritage from Pennsylvania. Thought it'd be kind of interesting to, to read this. Again, this one has a little bit, it might be, I think it's under the category of Christian. I will have to see Christian romance. So I have to see how, how much is in there. Sometimes when you do get kind of the historical stuff and it's Christian, there's like a lot of, there's like, it seems a little heavy on that. I might mm-hmm. taste so that's one. And it's a series. It's a book series. So we'll see. We'll see how it goes. Her dress was pretty. She's on the cover. She's a redhead. <laughs> mm, I love pretty dresses. Yeah. It's a yellow dress. It's really pretty. And I, I mean, basically if a book has if a book cover has a girl in a pretty dress in it, I pretty much want to read that book. <laughs> I know. Maybe we should have a podcast where we just talk about books with girls and in pretty dresses on the covers for sure we could do that okay so that's my that's my historical romance do you have one okay I have I have two one of them kind of falls into also the fantasy genre that one is called the city of brass it's been on my to read list for a while now but it's part of a a series and so I was kind of waiting for that series to be complete Um, and I believe it ended I believe the story ended last year so I should be able to get a hold of all the books if I choose to read the other two, I think there's three in the series. It's The City of Brass, and it's by S.A. Chakraborty. <laughs> I don't know if I said that right, but I haven't read this author before. 
But like I said, this book has been on my list for a while and it just has gotten a lot of high stars. There's 60,000 ratings on Goodreads and it's got 4.11 stars. So that is really high for a young adult or for any novel on Goodreads. But it takes place in the 18th century in Cairo. And the main character is a con woman and she accidentally summons a mysterious djinn warrior during one of her cons. And so um, I guess she learns about some sort of city of brass. And I'm guessing she goes to find the city of brass. I don't know. We'll see. That's really interesting. That's very kind of unique plot. Yeah. And it's got romance in it, apparently, because it's listed as one of the the genres. So my other, did you have another historical fiction or did you just have that one? No, I just had that one. Okay. Well, my other is called, it's a perfect summer title, Secrets of Summer Nights by Lisa Kleypas. I haven't read her before. She's, she's written a lot of books and I'm a little nervous about this one because her other books look sort of the covers look like they might be uh, too adult for me. <laughs> a little scandalous. <laughs> a little bit. Um, but wait, thank goodness for like Kindle Reads now because remember grandma, she she would read romance books and they would always have like those like bodice ripping photos on the front of it. But she, grandma had a cloth book cover that she huh. put over all of her books when she was reading them. So you can never see what the cover of the book she was reading I just oh I would love to have that little like book cover that she she had it was like a cloth quilted um oh, oh, had like lace around the edging but yeah oh, you so know she, what I do kind of remember that I think was it blue uh-huh had like little kind of like little flowers on it a little bit yeah. and it had like a white like really fine like little small like white lace kind of around the edging of it so she always had that so you can never see her um book covers but now I didn't really even put that together that that's why she had it on there. <laughs> but now kindle so i i read i read almost like 100 percent um books off of my kindle so i don't have to have that you know I problem much do now too i i can't remember the last book i read that was actual hard copy so so anyway yeah the, this book it's called secrets of a summer night isn't that perfect for summer oh totally um, and it's a historical fiction, and the main character she she could have her her pick of suitors apparently, but she doesn't have a dowry. So um, she really her family really needs her to marry a wealthy man, and so that's kind of her um, her aim is to find somebody who's handsome and ambitious. It says here, unfortunately, her most persistent admirer is the brash Simon Hunt, a handsome and ambitious entrepreneur who wants her as his mistress. And she does not want to be his mistress. I'm not sure exactly why this one popped out to me. I can't remember what led me to it. Maybe it was the title. <laughs> and it is part of a series, but I think the books are all standalones. I'll have to let you know, though. It's a pretty title. Yeah. And it got a lot of ratings, really high ratings, too. So we'll see. I don't know if Lisa, if this author is for me, we'll have to, I'll just have to read, start reading. And if I don't like it, then I've got plenty more on my to read list. Okay. So what's, what's next on your to read list for the summer? 
So I did an urban fantasy, which I typically, I read or tried to urban fantasy a few weeks ago and I did not like it after like the first chapter. I'm going to give urban fantasy a chance because I don't remember the last time I read it, ur- urban fantasy prior to that last book. So this one, speaking of covers that you don't want people to see, <laughs> this one, it's like one of those covers. It's total cheesy. But it's called Burn For Me by Ilona Andrews. And it's kind of funny because some of the comments that people write about it's like, ignore the covers of her books. I don't know why she chooses to have these covers. And I was just laughing because if you look at it. Yeah, that cover is a little bit. (laughs) (laughs) It's cheesy. You know, Um, any book cover that has a a man without a shirt on, I usually pass by it yeah yeah it's well I don't want to go there it's like it's half on um (laughs) yeah so the reason I don't even know the reason why I chose this one to be honest I think it had really high okay so it has a lot of ratings and it's uh pretty highly why I know why you picked it why because that author when we went to that author zoom conference meeting or whatever I can't was this Stephanie Garber it must have yes, been. it was Stephanie Garber. Stephanie talking. Garber recommended reading this author, okay. Yona Andrews, I think. Yes. So I bet that's probably what put, put it on your radar. That's probably I'm what guessing. put me on the list. Yep. So I am going to try it. I will see how this urban fantasy goes. One woman must place her trust in a seductive, dangerous man who sets off on an even more dangerous desire. Oh, so dear. we'll see how that goes. <laughs> it's set in, it's a, uh, yeah. Um, her name is Nevada and she's a detective. Mm. So it'll be, it'll be interesting. We'll see how, we'll see how it goes. So that's my one urban fantasy that I am going to try again. And I'm again, now this now you trigger my memory. Yes. Yeah, so that's, I'm curious about this author and why she was recommended. Yeah, there's a lot of, so, you know, when you're on Goodreads and I mean, a lot of the more popular books have reviews written by uh, reviewers that the reviewers keep popping up. They're like, you know, popular reviewers. This book has a lot of, of popular reviewers giving it some pretty good stars, pretty high stars. So, so it sounds like maybe it'll be, maybe it'll be a good read. One of the reviewers, you know how they, they put it on their in their genres, they, they put on certain lists. She put it on her chocolate PMS day reads. <laughs> so <laughs> this might be a good one for those days. Yes. Yeah. Maybe I need to start that tomorrow. Okay. Yeah. So, and then I did another one that's kind of, I don't know if it's going to, I don't think it's called urban fantasy, but it's like one of those it's I'm labeling it as a new adult paranormal fantasy. I don't think it's set in, um, it's not set in. So urban means it's like a contemporary, right? means it's, it's supposed to be like current Usually times. it's like a city setting or. Okay. Yeah. So this one is again, really high reviews. And she is a author. I think I've tried to read from her before. I don't know that I have um, successfully read any of her books and got through them. She was on, she was a a 2020 Goodreads um, choice winner. 
anyway, her, the book is called From Blood and Ash by Jennifer L. Armantrout. So mm, really, you're going to give in to that one, huh? <laughs> You've heard of it? Amber, I told you, I tried Jennifer L. R- L- Armantrout before, and it was all, it was so sappy. It just wasn't my thing, but, but, but this book has been getting a lot of good reviews. So it's possible that my first exposure to this author just wasn't, it wasn't my thing. So, so I'm actually, I actually am really curious about this book. Um, If you end up liking it, let me know. Yeah, we'll see. I feel like some of the ratings I was looking at were like totally far in the spectrum. I still won't get like five stars. I loved it. And some people were like, oh, my brain cells and did like one. So we'll see how it goes. I'm going to give it, I'm going to give it a chance. Like I said, she won 2020 choice award winner. It's a really pretty cover. Yeah. It looks like something that would be totally up my alley. So if you end up liking it, let me know. I'm going to, we forgot, I forgot to give you my other contemporary. Oh, it's called in harmony by Emma Scott. Now, have you read Emma Scott? I don't think I have. Let me, let me see if she's on. Okay. And I'd be lying. If I told you I didn't pick this book because of the cover, uh, there's a, a picture of a, of a guy and a girl and they're about to kiss and it just looks, they just look so happy. Um, her covers are really pretty. I don't think I've read any of her books though, okay. but I like her covers. Now I can't even remember why I put this on. It had to be, it had to have been more than just the, the picture. Which one was um, it? It's called In Harmony. It says that at 17 Willow, Holloway's life was torn apart. The happy driven girl is gone and she's left with a racked, is left racked by post-traumatic stress. When her father suddenly uproots a family from their posh penthouse in New York City to the tiny town of Harmony, Indiana, Willow becomes more untethered and lost. So it sounds like a book, Amber, that you would have picked. Yeah, I'm going to put that on my want to read. I'm clicking it right now. Now, it actually is a new adult book and it's intended for readers 18 and up. Like I said, I haven't read this author before, so I don't know how clean she is. I'm guessing it's not going to be terribly clean if it's for 18 and up. Some authors I can't stomach, and then some I can. So we'll just have to see. Oh, let me tell you a little bit about the the guy. His name is Isaac Pierce. He's from the wrong side of the tracks, the town bad boy. Girls pine for his attention. Guys are in awe of him. And he's an acting prodigy, apparently. So I think basically he doesn't say much in real life but on stage he's an amazing actor or something like that so okay anyway it looks it looked intrigued it looked like they're having a summertime kiss and it just said summer to me it totally does it's pretty i hope it's a good one and i can read it okay well i will let you know i have one of my other clean romances contemporary that i'm going to read is by one of our favorite authors by soraya wilson the book is called The Seat Filler. She always has cute titles for her books. Cute titles. The first line says, the movie star and the dog groomer are one kiss away from the perfect love story. It's supposed to be like a meet cute award goes to dog groomer, Juliet Nolans. She volunteers to be a seat filler at like a Hollywood reward show. Of course, there's the movie Heartthrob in it. I've read stories where this was, he's like the movie star. And she's kind of the nobody or the rock star and the nobody. And I really like those genres. I really like those stories. Don't know how realistic they are. They are realistic. So it does happen. 
I just like it. So, and it's Soraya Wilson. So I know it's going to be clean and cute. Our friend who we actually don't know, Kathy. Yeah. (laughs) She's read this book and she says it might be Soraya's best book yet. So I might have to put this on my to read list as well. I'm actually hitting, I'm hitting the button right this second. Want to read. There we go. Boom. It's done. I will, let, list. I will let you know when I start reading it and okay. maybe you want to, you know, and, okay. So the last, bump it up, you know, I, yeah. that's another thing is like, what, which one are we going to start first? I have no idea. Okay. What were What's you saying? the order? So the last three books on my list are actually three books you've already read. Oh, I'm curious. I'm really, really curious what they are. The first one and they all are, no, two of them are two of them are contemporary and one is a mythical fantasy, young adult. One of them is called The Wall of Winnipeg and Me by Mariana Zabata. Oh. So that's okay. a sports contemporary. And I mm-hmm. love sports, love stories, specifically football. Yeah. And I, I think sh- that this one is football. So yes. Now Maria Mariana Zapata is not young adult. Yes, I have on here okay. new adult. I have on here adult. Yes. yes. Uh, I have Letters to the Lost by Bridget. Aww. That's a good sign. Kimmerer or something. Uh-huh. Yeah. I, my, my writing is very messy, Kimmerer. I've been wanting you to read that one for forever. Oh, good. Okay. Well, then I will let you know when I, when I start reading it. And then the last one I have is a mythical fantasy young adult called Rebel of the Sands by Alwyn. Mm. Hamilton. The first book was really good. The rest were okay, but the first book was definitely a good one. But you might like you might like all of it more than I did. So That's good entertaining best. stuff. Okay, well, so we'll I, I have three more. Yeah, tell me here. One of them is by one of my favorite authors ever, and I'm really excited about it. It's kind of a, a companion novel. It's called The Second Blind Sun. It's by Amy Harmon. And, you know, I love Amy Harmon. You do. <clears throat> She's me. good. I've read a few. I like hers. She mostly, most of her books are contemporary, but she does have a few, a, a couple fantasy. And this book is, I think it's like a, a um, companion book to her, her other book, which was The First Girl Child. And I loved that one. And so I'm going to, I'm hoping that I'm going to love The Second Blind Son. It's basically this boy I guess he's blind and he meets a girl who can sing and when she sings he can see I don't know if that's like literally he can see or if like her singing just gives him you know something I don't know I guess I'll find Hmm. out but you know what whenever I see an Amy Harmon book I don't care what it's about I put it on my to read list so that's that's going on my to read list it comes out in, in July July 20th so I have to wait a little bit I'm excited about that one. Another one on my to read list is called Dance of Thieves by Mary E. E. Pearson. And I have read one of her books before and I enjoyed it. The first book I enjoyed, the second book of hers that I read was So-So. So I'm kind of curious. I think she has a lot of potential as a writer. This one is a young adult. The first genre that's listed as fantasy second genre is young adult third is romance so when romance is listed that high on the genre list I know that there's going to be a pretty um, big focus on romance I'm trying to think why exactly this made it to my list I think the second book recently was out or something and that's why and you actually have it as on your to read list 
too. I do. So we've read The Adoration of Jenna Fox that she wrote. Oh, okay. Yes. And I've read The Kiss of Deception. Okay. The, the first Kiss and of second De- books. The Kiss of Deception is on my to be read list. I have not read that. Yeah, that was that was an entertaining one. So gist of it is when the patriarch of the Bellinger family dies, his son Jace becomes its new leader. Even nearby kingdoms bow to the strength of this outlaw family. A new heirlooms set in motion by young queen. At the same time, Kazi, a legendary former street thief, is sent by the queen. I don't know. I like street thieves. And I don't like oh, yeah. queens. And so you got to love the thieves. And events spiral out of their control, bringing them intimately together. And they play cat and mouse game of false moves motives. Anyway, it just sounded intriguing to me. I've trusted this author in the past, so I'm going to trust her again. Um, And finally, on my list, is called The Lord of Stariel. And I think I came across it um, through Amazon, Kindle, uh, Kindle Unlimited. So I think I had a Kindle Unlimited on my Kindle. I read the book and you know how you scroll down at the bottom. It's like, oh, if you like that book, you're also like these books. And so I think that's how I came across it. It's a Kindle Unlimited. So I was able to download it or get it for free. Um, but it's a fairy It's with fairies, I believe. So the Lord of Stariel is dead. So they need to pick a new Lord. And will it be the eldest son? Will it be the favorite nephew? Will it be the scandalous daughter? Hedda knows it won't be her, and she's glad of it. Returning home for her father's funeral, all Hedda has to do is survive the family drama and avoid entanglements with irritatingly attractive local men until the choosing. Then she can leave. Whoever Stariel chooses will have bigger problems and eccentric relatives to deal with. Winged, beautifully deadly problems. For the first time in centuries, the Fae are returning to the mortal realm, and only the Lord of Stariel can keep the estate safe. In theory. Honestly, I think it was a line that she has to avoid entanglements with irritatingly attractive local men. (laughs) It's so annoying when they're attractive. It's so annoying. (laughs) Yes. We just have to avoid those men. I know. Um, My my husband's so annoying because he's so attractive. I know. It's a series. Yeah. And her covers are really pretty. So that kind of rounds out my list of books. Yes. I like your list. So we've got some good books on your list and my list. We've covered a lot of genres. We'll post these up on our Instagram so you can see what we are reading. Now it's time for you listeners to go find your summer reading list. And you can hopefully have lazy summer days reading all about the romantic things. Thanks for joining us. Talk to you later. Bye. Bye.